Welcome to the Corona Chronicles. Thanks for tuning in for another day. Uh, we've got a guest with us today, and uh, some of you may know him only as the Taskmaster. Uh, if you've been watching from Cornerstone Church, uh, but this is uh, Rory, one of our members. And it's great, to, great to have him with us on the Corona Chronicles, um, and a good time, good time to join. We're um, we're going to be jumping into chapter 18 today, and uh, just reading the first three verses. And uh, you might remember if you watched yesterday. Uh, we were thinking about these evil forces, Babylon and the beast, and although they presented a unified front, uh, actually in the end, because they're fundamentally selfish and opposed to God, they end up ripping each other to pieces because a house divided against itself cannot, cannot stand. Uh, only God and his people are the unified ones to the end. And uh, we're, we're really going to circle back and look at a bit more about Babylon's uh, uh, future now. So this is chapter 18. After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendour. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Um, so here we are thinking about the uh, fall of Babylon again. And uh, what, what strikes you about it, mate? What, what do you reckon? Um, I mean, it's, it's quite a, a stark sort of... Um, condemning of Babylon the Great, right? Mm. Uh, fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. It, and I, I sort of get this picture when I, when I read that, you know, of like a, uh, a city that's sort of um, experienced great violence or great mm. sort of war or bombing or something like that. Uh, you always sort of, at, 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 at the, after that, the aftermath is always sort of a, a, a desolate, uh, broken place and you sort of you've got rocks and rubble all over the place and um, and there's, there's birds scavenging for things and that wild animals looking for things and it feels like that this once great city this once great um, um, nation um, as good as it once was now now it's just totally desolate mm -hmm. absolutely and it's, it's amazing that those yeah you're right those old war-torn cities because you, you see some buildings there that you know at one time, you can even see it in old photos, looked extremely grand. Mm. And uh, who would have been hanging out there? Well, only the most senior politicians and military generals and important people. And yet now, you know, you pay 10 quid as a tourist and you go and look around it. It's a haunt, isn't it? A shadow of what it once was. And uh, Babylon has become like, like even like a haunted house. You know, you everything that is unclean. I mean, that that's really... Uh, repeated here, isn't it? A haunt mm. for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every detestable animal. Basically, all that is shameful and unclean and against God has now made its home yeah. in this once prosperous, uh, once prosperous, prosperous place. Um, and you know, in verse three, we're told why that's the future. Mm. Uh, for all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries and uh yeah that's 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 what she does isn't it and uh, that's what babylon was famous for um you know seducing kings and people away from god 
Yeah. And uh, the wine is the wine is maddening because there there is a madness in sin, isn't there? Mm. That's that's the thing about sin. It's not just making the wrong choices. The fact that we would ever turn away from God is a madness, yeah. isn't it? That we would think we know better than our Creator. Um, yeah. Yeah. With that as well, like. It's, it is a madness, but because it's wine, there's that addictive yeah. wanting to go more and more and more. And I think um, th- this is what happens. Great nations, they think they're so good. They think they're great. They're so proud in who they are. And they think they can do whatever they want. And they indulge and they they um, they feel untouchable because of, and I guess that's what wine does to you. You feel like you could do anything in the world. Mm. Um, but actually that will always come to your ruin. Uh, the addictions of, of wine, um, you know, even just an alcoholic, uh, they feel invincible, but actually often that comes to their ruin. You think about those young men who climb up buildings because they're drunk and jump because they, yeah, think, yeah, they can yeah. do anything. Well, yeah, well yeah. the manning wine of the, the people that drink of the, you know, Babylon the Great, well, yeah. they, that will come to their ruin, and the hauntedness of it all mm. shows that ruin. Yeah, it does, and and we've picked up on this before, but the, the phrase adultery, which keeps being repeated in the same sentence as Babylon, mm. uh, if people aren't familiar with the Bible story, that might be weird. It's like, why is it going on about adultery mm. constantly? Um, but it, it's like, it's, it's kind of one of the um, most horrible descriptions of sin, isn't it? And mm. There's a betrayal yeah. of your lover, yeah. your creator, and you trade him in for a wildly inferior lover, mm. a different God, a different way of living. And uh, adultery, is, that's why, because it, it's so hurtful to break, to break the covenant promise, isn't it? Yeah. And that, that's, that's kind of what, what that's all about. And, um, you know, I think... I think, um, as we've sort of touched on before, this this helps us in our day, doesn't it? And to to keep a proper perspective. Um, And uh, we've been reflecting on how this coronavirus has, one of the things it's done is is begun to show that our institutions, which look impenetrable Mm. most of the time, um, actually all it takes is one, you know, one fish market in the middle of China. Something happens... Uh, an animal is handled and the world is beginning to come down. You know, mm. the, the people, I was hearing on the radio this morning, but the, the Bank of England, I think it was, are saying that, you know, this is the worst financial for, for yeah. hundreds of yeah. years <laughs> by a little virus that you can't even see with the mm. naked eye. And um, and so that that reminds us, yeah, let, let's, let's just be careful before we think this is the secure place to, to yeah. trust, you know. Um, and we've seen that pattern throughout history yeah and um, that, that these sort of great nations and these great empires come up and they think that they're going to last forever mm. and then suddenly they're gone um you know we talked we, we could talk about alexander the great who who dies very, by a very simple thing mm. or or the roman empire looked like it was going to last forever but it didn't last forever it mm. collapsed mm. Uh, you think about even um, the nazis with hitler mm. and this was meant to be the thousand year yeah. um nation or yeah. empire yeah. and in 13 years Hitler's committed suicide and it's yeah. no more yeah, yeah. or even communism um, yeah. only lasts for 70 years in Rook. so so all these nations yeah. always collapse yeah. and it's the same for, for the ones that are on, going on now and so our western civilization, our western cultures think they're invincible yeah. and this coronavirus is saying no you're not yeah. and actually this will collapse like all others and I think it's all just a pointing towards the final days, and mm, mm. um, they're all just a, a shadow, a, a pointer 
towards the day when all nations and empires will be no more and they will come to be judged um, for God's kingdom to, to be made um, apparent. And as Christians, if we don't learn from that, you know, we're, we're fools, aren't we? It's why the great hymn, you know, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, mm. all other ground is sinking sands. You know, that's what this is trying to show, yeah. isn't it? And in, uh, in tomorrow's episode, we're going to have a think about what specifically the church are called to do uh, in light of what's going to happen to Babylon.